Welcome back. You're in the right place. This is Proof of Change. I'm David All. In our first episode, I introduced you to Change Gallery. And I started by introducing you to Kelsey, Brian, and Mira. A couple of the contributors that shoulder up with me to help ensure that Change Gallery exists so that the world has a platform to create social impact through art. In this conversation around measurable impact, we're going to be joined by Wondermundo, who is one of the artists, one of the change makers, that is already demonstrating how this works on our platform. In thinking about how we measure anything, we first have to agree on what we're measuring. The best way to do that is to agree on common terms and phrases, common language. And that's what this conversation is about. Let's dive in and start to explore some ways that we can create a common language around social impact. Great. So for the next part of our conversation, we wanted to transition over, as I mentioned earlier, and to introducing some of this new language we're using at Change Gallery. Um, and it's not new in, in the world. It's mostly just new to us in Change Gallery here. And this language is um, language that the social sector has been using for years and years. And we're trying to figure out how we can align utilize this language and really have more of a ripple effect and more of an impact in the larger community um, by adopting these ways of thinking and phrases. And some of these words include ESG, environmental social governance. And they also include DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. We mentioned last time SDGs, which stand for Sustainable Development Goals. All of these frameworks, ways of thinking um, have existed in the social sector, have been developed um, to help organizations, bodies of people, uh, institutions think about how they're making the greatest possible impact they can. And we at Change Gallery have now been thinking, how can we do that as well? And how can we utilize this language so we can build greater movements of change as a result? So I wanted to turn it over to David, if uh, if you're there, David, to just talk a little bit about what spurred your thinking to utilize this language and what your thoughts have been in kind of the past few weeks of developing um, this new way of thinking for a change gallery. Yeah, thanks so much. You know, as some of you may know a little bit of my background, I don't necessarily come from like an international perspective on change or the art world even. And I come from the movement building space and like people to people, um, putting people in office back in the day, but then, you know, in very, very local communities working hand in hand with uh, civic leaders, nonprofits, and just helping them make an impact. And as we've been developing our thinking, we recognize that these values are shared across the entire globe of making an impact. And although, you know, for, from my own experience, change has happened locally, but locally is now a global conversation, right? It's, it's happening all over the world. And there are these tools that exist 
that are being discussed in boardrooms by startups as part of your business model with consultants, um, you know, very large corporations. I was just looking at uh, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. They put out this 50 page um, report that I'm reading because I'm that kind of person <laughs> on how they're addressing, um, you know, ESG. And for me, it's just extraordinary. It came up, I was watching a, a live stream between, you know, Elon Musk and Jack Dorsey and Kathy Wood from, from ARC, um, you know, very well respected business leaders. And, and they were talking about these issues as well. They were talking about ESG, um, but they're all kind of new. And so people are, are trying to figure out kind of what they mean and how to address them. And people are coming up with interesting ways to do that. And we think that there's a lot of exciting opportunities for an artist to help participate in helping people realize and feel and make a change through their art. And so we think that there's a way to, we've always talked about setting the table with, you know, the change maker gets to set the table, they get to invite a cause to the table, um, they get to create this extraordinary story on the blockchain, the community can collect the artwork, which is amazing. And then there's this idea of like, well, how do, how do we measure this impact? How do we, how do we sort of do that in a way that is within a, a global framework that will potentially last forever? and have sort of a lasting impact uh, for that change maker as well, right? So it's another element that they can look back upon and say, yeah, I contributed to that. And here's exactly what that looked like and my contribution. And I think that so often it's like, you know, these shooting stars of these projects may in the moment feel like an extraordinary impact was made, but then kind of dwindle away. But the more we can anchor these stories to the broader context of social impact and the social change that is happening across the entire world in every industry, the more likely we are not only going to create opportunities for artists to be a part of those stories in a very meaningful way um, to get this extraordinary art, you know, out into the world to make its change, to help be a part of that, to help drive, you know, revenue and change to, and a cause if they, if they choose to do that, but also just in that broader context of being a part of the big picture. So as I've been learning about these and really, I'd love to hand it over to Kelsey or Mira to just tell, you know, I'd love to learn a little bit more from their perspective, having a lot of experience in this space and telling us a little bit more about some of these initiatives. And maybe Kelsey, you could talk to us about what you're hearing from sort of the investor community and sort of the business community um, first, and then kind of kick it over to Mira. Sure. Happy to speak to that. You know, I, we, we talk a lot about, um, language and not every, very, very small percentage of the world speaks web three. So that means we need to meet them where they are and we need to speak their language and meet their needs. Um, and SDGs do that. Um, ESG, DEI, that's the language of investors. SDGs, that's the language of the international development community. And so if we want to scale our impact and be able to be the bridge between, you know, artists, Web3, natives, and the larger social impact space, we have to be able to speak both of those languages and give them access points for participation um, and, you know, kind of hold their hand through that. Um, we <laughs> talk about onboarding all the time and, you know, it, it, yes, it happens at the individual level, but it also has to happen at this institutional level. And again, that means that we need to speak 
to them in their language so that they understand the value proposition and the value add um, and don't just take it at face value of whatever they hear, you know, with in the news or in the media or whatever, right? Like as part of the culture, as cultural leaders, like it's up to us to reach out and um, make the make the tent bigger. Um, and I think that this that's one way or one reason um, why we are starting to incorporate these different types of measurement mechanisms and this different type of language. Um, it's inclusion at the end of the day. And uh, yeah, so again, ESG, DEI, that kind of speaks the language of impact investors. Um, and then SDGs, the UN SDGs, um, have actually been around since 2015 and they go to through 2030. Um, but they're widely used across the international development community. And that means that they're widely used, you know, in the global social impact world. Um, and that's, that's what we want change galleries reach to be. Um, we, we want to be as inclusive as possible. And again, that's just, this is just one step in that direction. Thanks for that, Kelsey. In, in regard, I want to speak more to the international side because that's also where I um, have largely spent some of my career experience. And one thing that I want to speak to in regards to SDGs and even like uh, the idea of ESG is they need to be demystified a little bit. Because even in the work that is done in large NGOs, there's this sense of getting obsessed with the idea of the metric and not necessarily making impact on the ground in the communities. Our philosophy, though, is what if we taught actual change makers how to utilize and how to think about these words and introduce the words to them and let them channel their power and their art and their work into tangible outcomes in ESG, in DEI, in SDGs, all these all these Gs and acronyms and words. But what, what if we used the power of artists to really create tangible community-based outcomes? That is something that we can truly and honestly and trust-based, trustworthily measure and track. And I think that's the narrative that we're really hoping to connect in everything Kelsey said, those three pillars of the investor community, the international community, the um, local nonprofit community, and the artist. How can the artist use these words, this language as a new tool to deliver impact? at a greater, more tangible level. Um, and I, I hope that resonates with some folks here, but I would also love to kind of hear, um, Brian, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit, but as an artist and even Wondermundo, have you ever heard of these phrases of environmental social governance, diversity, equity, inclusion, sustainable development goals? Have you ever incorporated this work into your art before? And if not, does this seem like something that could excite you? Do you understand this um, kind of move we're making? Um, well, to be honest, I learned it um, from listening to you guys. <laughs> uh, I learned it's like that. Uh, I learned it from you, uh, thing. But uh, no, I think you know it's it's important lingo, and it kind of helps give a, a bigger idea of what what goals you're working towards. But yeah, and in terms of my everyday life, no, I was never exposed to those acronyms, and honestly, I had to Google them when uh, David was using them the other day. <laughs> I 100% hear you, like 100%. Um, and that, that's the bridge that we, we are, like this is evidence of, of trying to make the worlds collide in many ways. Um, so appreciate that. 
anyone else want to share in regards to that um, comment from the artist perspective? Uh, yeah, so I knew those terms, but only because I, I come, my background has been like corporate content design and program, building programs. So that's the only reason I knew of those. Um, and I, I think ESG, I'm more familiar with the ENI than ESG. Um, that's something that, you know, I never really thought about how do I incorporate that into my art until you just said that now. And so I think even knowing the terms, like I hadn't even thought about those two together as an artist. Thanks for sharing that. And I think this is a learning experience for all of us. As, as we go along this process, we will learn how to actually think about this in terms of art projects or um, tracking and measuring. One really tangible way we've discussed is like associating a drop with an SDG. There's 17 sustainable development goals and they cover an expansive array of community interventions or um, ways we can make an impact in communities. So associating every drop with a one or a couple SDGs is the first way to think about this and actually updating our contracts our smart contracts so we can measure this metric forever like that's that's amazing to be able to do that um and I'm, I'm curious now to put it back over to kelsey and david if you want to share other ways you're thinking about measurement and tracking in this space yeah i think we talk a lot we just talked a bit about how like we're bringing all of these acronyms and things to the Web3 space, but also like we're bringing a solution to the international development space and the nonprofit space and the impact investing space. These are puzzles that they've been trying to figure out for decades of how do we measure this? How do we do it in a trustless or <laughs> trustworthy way? However you want to frame those words. Um, and the blockchain technology provides a unique value add for them. Um, and it's up to us again as culture leaders to like bring them along with us and for us to like demonstrate that value to them because this is new. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I think it goes both ways. And I think it's up to us to be able to speak both languages. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit from the technical perspective, but also not too technical. Uh, so feel free to like emoji laugh at me or whatever uh, if I go down a, a rabbit hole. But, you know, from I know that we're not sharing a lot about what we're building, but we have designed all of our platform out um, and we are are building. And these measurements, these, you know, we've, we've always had this idea of a movement and that's not going away. And I, neither is our area of change. That's like where we started. Um, our seven areas of change came from the, uh, this community called the Blockchain for Social Impact. And they created those seven areas of change and invited us to be a part of their an incubator, which I don't think ever happened. But that was like the first time that we were like, oh, great, they've already done all this work, you know, of like figuring that stuff out like that. That can actually be very, very difficult work to come out to come up with stuff like seven areas of change. Um, and we we chose that. So every project that's minted on ChangeDAO, um, you know, the change maker chooses for that project an area of change, um, human rights, identity and vulnerable populations, you know, on and on. And then we've also had this like this more like a free space. And this is what we, we call the movement. And this is not going away. This is actually baked into the contract itself. So this is actually on chain movements. So even if ChangeDAO as an organization, if our website, if our platform goes away, this content will be on the Ethereum blockchain permanently. 
And that for us, like for me, that's, that's what matters the most is this idea of permanence. This idea that number one, we now have this capability to publish these stories into a space, into a reservoir. Um, we also use IPFS for the actual content. So by and large, this content will exist forever. And so what we've spent a lot of time thinking about is almost, it's kind of nerdy, but it's like Dewey Decimal System stuff, right? Like if you've, if you've ever been to a library and started thinking about how people are organizing that, um, organizing a library, the same thing is really interesting to us. So that at some point, hundreds of years, thousands of years from now, perhaps, um, someone may want to look, a curator or you know an anthropologist, someone may want to look back to this, to figure out the story from the perspective of the change maker of what that change meant for them. Right. And why these stories matter. And they're able to curate entire stories and see all of the content. And I mean, all of the content that's published to the blockchain forever and can be discovered. And so what we're talking about in a, in a, in sort of that sense is like, removing the gatekeepers of history, of the revisionist history that's always happened, of creating this place where the artist, the creator, the storyteller, the publisher, they have the printing press now. And they, they also have the distribution mechanism, right? Which is like change gallery, where they can distribute this artwork in the moment, of course, but it can be there forever and they can sort of have these creative royalties and whatever that can generate, but also that story. And so as we think about things like SDGs, you know, I hope that those are permanent. I hope that that becomes these 17. I hope that they really put in due diligence to think about these. I mean, the United Nations has, you know, I don't know, I'm kind of critical of institutions in general, but I think that an organization like that has put a lot of thought into something like the Sustainable Development Goals. And as I was reviewing the 17, I thought that most of them could work for the art that has already been dropped on ChangeDAO. And so this just becomes another option for the change maker to attach their story to this other thread that's going to be running, you know, because we can imagine that there are going to be curators and journalists and folks that are writing history books, et cetera, that want to look at those SDGs, right? And maybe just one of them, like end poverty. You know, the first one, the first one, right? They want to write all about that, look at everything that has been addressed around that. And they would be able to look through our platform to see all of the projects that are associated with that tremendous goal, which I think we can all get behind. And so, yeah, there's that. And then when it comes to ESG and DEI, I think that's different. I don't think that's actually going to be a part of the, I mean, TBD, right? But, you know, I don't think it's actually going to be a part of the project itself. Like, we're definitely thinking about, if you look at um, Wonder Mundo's project today, you can see that her movement is children. Um, there's already a few projects in, the, in that movement. And that's going to be really cool once we launch that feature to let people discover those movements and see all those projects and see some of the, the cross-connecting that's happening um, among those projects and see every project that's been associated with that movement. Um, and see the causes and the artists, right? There's just a lot of interesting things that start to happen when you start to play around with some of these ideas, like a library, right? You can see all the books. Um, but yeah, I, I think ESG, DEI, that becomes mm, an opportunity for us to have a broader conversation with brands that are trying to address this through their 
you know, right now they're trying to address it through, you know, making giant payments to offset carbon, let's say. But they could also do things like commission artists to create extraordinary artworks and then make those accessible to the to the world that really uplift and tell this story of of why carbon offsets matter and why that's important and sort of align around, you know, sort of this common ground, this common purpose that many of us share around climate change and kind of the need to take action now and then make those available for the community to buy them at a reasonable, you know, make the art accessible so that the art can be everywhere. It can be in the boardroom itself. I mean, we've talked about the idea of having galleries, um, ESGDEI galleries, right? Inside of the boardrooms, inside of the, the headquarters of, you name it, corporate office. Like they're all thinking about these things. And many of, many of those folks also care a lot about art. Many of them are artists and they don't get to express themselves through their own craft right through their own talent maybe they just they had to go to business school or something but they still connect to art and they still express like me personally i express how i feel through another person's art because i don't create visual art and so i i think about you know walking into physical spaces and seeing all of wonder mundo's collection and you know i think from like the esg dei um objectives that a lot of businesses have i think there's a lot of them out there that would say that this like being a part of that project would be an honor and it would be that s which is social it could fit into that category it could also fit into some of the dei initiatives um and i think that that's something that they get to be creative about they get to involve their agencies right their marketing their public affairs folks they get to turn the machine on to spread the word about this art and the artist and, and the cause. Um, and they get to do it all together as a proof of change, right? Through the smart contract that they get to be on together. And I think that's just this very exciting, I hope not too technical, but it's for us, it's, it's very practical because, you know, we're having these conversations all of the time, every day with all sorts of stakeholders. And it's really led us to understand this, basic idea that there are there's a common thread running through the entire humanity right now which is that everyone wants to make a difference everyone wants to do something that matters to make the world a better place and then there's this common language of art and everyone is using emojis to communicate with another which are a form of art right that's an expression and Art itself has this capability to uplift stories, to help us critically think. That's how I think about art, is like as objects for critical thinking. Um, and so, you know, art is also beautiful and powerful and can say something about the person, right? People that care about art like to show off their art and express their art. It is a part of their identity. And then we think about having a common platform, a place for social impact and art. And yeah, I think adding this, measurement piece. I mean, really with the expertise of Kelsey and Mira kind of taking this, this idea and just continuing to refine it. And as we take it to market to different stakeholders, just listening, right. And hearing how we can make it work for all stakeholders. And that's where we are. So thanks a lot. Back to you, Mira. Oh, Kelsey, Kelsey did you want to Yeah. I just wanted to point out, like, I, I think we often talk about all of these um, uh, stakeholders and ideas and initiatives as kind of acting in silos, but they're all really part of culture. And 
the stories we tell ourselves um, and the stories we believe about ourselves and our history shape culture as it stands right now, shapes culture as it, it's, as it is today. And so I think a lot of us can agree that many of us have been left out of those stories in the past. Um, and it has been hard for us to understand where we fit um, today because of that disconnect. And so all of this matters, all this measurement matters because it pushes culture forward and blockchain adds that element that we've tried to capture, or that we're attempting to capture at ChangeDAO or Change Gallery, excuse me. That's gonna take a while to, <laughs> to break that habit. Uh, <laughs> but what we're doing um, is really trying to build the engine, the canvas so that we can push culture forward in ways that we all want, right? The change that we all want to see um, and be recognized for our part in creating that change that will shape future culture, right? Representation matters. Um, Wonder Mundo talked at length about how, you know, she was kind of alone. She didn't really have other people to look up to. Um, the internet allowed her to kind of reach out of that. But now Latinitas and the girls that are going through that programs get to look at Wonder Mundo and get to go and see her, her efforts forever um, stored on the blockchain. And that's there's something really special about that. And I don't think we quite understand the magnitude of the network effect that's going to happen because of that. I just wanted to springboard off of that, Kelsey, and really get down to the fact that it has been so hard to measure and trace the small ripple effects of community building work. It, it's, it's almost nearly so difficult that we don't value it in our society. We don't give enough money for these causes. We don't channel it enough. It's not uplifted enough. But through the idea of being able to measure and track and show the stories of change, stories like Wonder Mundo connecting with Latinitas and more and more and more, being able to track that forever is instrumental in helping uplift both the role of a change maker in society, but also the ability for large amounts of funding to be able to go to change makers. We talk about all the time how artists are sometimes a nice to have and that that should never be, right? That should never be. Artists should be at the forefront. And this is one step closer for us to be able to get there. Change is incremental, one step at a time. We have a common language that's used in boardrooms, by investors, by folks writing all sorts of reports about social impact. And we can use that language to measure our impact, to ensure that your story of change, your contribution, your proof of change is permanent, lasting, that you made an impact, that you shouldered up with the cause I'm David All. This is Proof of Change. We are Change Gallery. You're a part of it. Thank you so much for helping us spread this story to your community. You are an early adopter. You are a trust agent. Your reputation matters. Your community looks up to you. Spread this story, spread the message, spread the word, rate this podcast, write a thoughtful review.
I'll see you in the next 